Rock me, ocean. Rock me, ocean. Warm me, sun. Warm me, sun. Swing low, swallow. Swing low, swallow. When day is done. When day is done. Rock me, ocean. You're gonna lie, you're gonna cheat, you're gonna run. 
wanna get along
ho, ho, ho. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here, mutinyradio.fm. I'm Global Val here with... Diamond Dave. Hey, hey. Happy Friday, Diamond Dave. Uh, happy Frias Day. Happy Frias yeah, Day. Some say thank God. I say thank Goddess. Some say happy Friday. I say thank Goddess. It's Fria. Because I would like to say, I always like to say that uh, the days of the week are uh, named after what? The, the Norse, Norse gods. gods and goddess. Wednesday is who? Woden. Woden's Day. Thursday is? Thor. Thor's Day. And Friday is the goddess. So don't say, thank God it's Friday. I need to say, thank God it's Freya's Day. <laughs> well, that's what I say. You can say what you like. Well, we got a show ahead. I see, is that Rusty Reba? Yeah, Rusty, Rusty Reba showed up. I saw you appearing on my, uh, come on in, brother. I uh, I saw you appeared on my Facebook page. Sorry, I missed your birthday. I tried. Oh well, you missed something. Well, how was the birthday party? What do you say, Val? Your birthday party was beautiful. I I I showed up a little bit later, and you know, I just wanted to hang out and. Unlike Common Thread Collective, I just really wanted to not do any work. I just, <laughs> I just, wa- I just wanted to hang out and have fun, and it, it's exactly what I did, and it was beautiful. And I had a great time, and I think I probably shed a couple tears of joy, and uh, it was it was so pretty. The trio combio, oh my um, just oh, they're just so they're so heartfelt, and um, there were organic art outbursts of of song in the room in adobe books which has become a really special yeah it really has it's it's like you know hosted the revolutionary poet brigade readings a couple times it's really nice oh nice and i think it's uh and no and no charge you know so many well they charge other people they don't charge me but i think they rent it that's one of the ways you're unchargeable that's please ask the cops they wouldn't charge you with anything i think my ba party free spirit my my ba party people buy books though they're going to get that that's true i bought some books that yeah people i could see when i buy books Mm -hmm. so it's got it well it's very yeah you you can come to a a b-day party in a bookstore and being a voracious reader and being a, a man who hasn't had a drink for 17 years coming on 18 it's a perfect place and, and it was packed, and the sidewalk in front was packed. Yeah, it so was. So many talented people got getting up and doing their spoken word, their singing word. Uh, it was uh, glad it's another. Oh, and if you go to Tuesday's Examiner. Oh, yeah. It was being covered. But Joe, Joe um, is it, wait, is it Fitz? What's his name? I always want to call, why, why do I have that in my head? Rodriguez. Yeah, Joe Rodriguez. Yeah. Actually, I saw him outside that night, and I was like, oh. And then a couple, and then the next day, I was like, I wonder if he wrote, did a little write-up. And sure enough, opened up the examiner. I love the free examiner in downtown when I'm walking around in the stuffy financial district. Community um, honors SFPD's David Lazar. Beloved beatnik Diamond Dave turns 80. You think of yourself as a beatnik? You're not a beatnik. Well, that's where I began. I'm not any kind of nick, but if you look at it that way, but that was my first generation. I always thought of you more as a dirty old hippie myself. Well, I don't, I don't dirty. know. What do you mean by dirty? <laughs> I take showers. People are dirty when they don't have access to a shower usually. Uh, that's the term of endearment if you go to that stupid thing in the desert. Okay, I'd be Black uh, Rock. Black Rock uh, City is full of dirty old hippies. Well, I don't so. do that. I say one third beatnik. 
one third hippie and one third punk as fuck. Okay. And you'll be my son, in fact, uh, and it's it's in the loins, which is in the jeans, in the 23. And in fact, you'll be my son, Ubi. Ubi Dubi. Take it away, Ubi. And then, uh, then it's. Uh, and then everything's going to be all right. Sometimes I wonder where do the blues come from? Up and down, sometimes it's not so fun. I try my best to tell myself it's all going to be okay. I sing this happy song Sapphire Whitaker. Bye. Good to hi, see you. Hi, hi, Sapphire. Yeah, we were just talking about his birthday party. You want to come in and talk talk about his birthday party with us? We're having a, a little a little reminiscence. Rem, reminiscing. 
Yeah. Okay, shall we do this? No, no, Semi. Yeah. Okay. I don't hear myself in these headphones. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear. So we're going to hear, um, so Rusty Reber is going to read that article uh, from the examiner. Community honors beloved beatnik Diamond Dave, the beatnik hippie, noted poet, and locally famed prognosticator celebrated his 80th birthday Saturday night at Adobe Books on 24th Street. Local free-spirited folk streamed into the doors of the small bookstore with some hanging on the sidewalk just to hear Dave speak. Dave found his way to San Francisco when he was 19, which is a little bit before they invented electricity, I think, and traces his time to the city back to the diggers and chilling with Bobby Dylan. Since then, he's helped organize poems under the dome and lights up the airwaves weekly on right here, Mutiny Radio. No, Pirate Cat Radio. Yeah, that's what they called it. <laughs> they got the old name. That's why I thought this is Mutiny Radio. It is, MutinyRadio.com. Oh, you know, I used to be a newspaper reporter, and, you know, it's such a hazard. You always get the facts wrong. Always. I never wrote a news story that I didn't have something wrong in it. He's also a lifelong learner, influencing many City College of San Francisco students through his poetry, and he's still a sometimes student. Put bluntly, Dave is part of San Francisco's funky soul, and we're lucky to have him, I'll right say. Right. He's certainly not known for his fancy style, I beg your pardon, which is why I was surprised to see him patter in pattern tie and sport coat at his birthday. He always wears a pattern tie and a sport coat. It wasn't, this even, guy? A, it wasn't even a sport coat. It was a three-piece suit. Three-piece suit. It was presented to me uh, by a guy who was making a change in life. He gave his car away. He gave me some... And he comes from... I could see his, his pay level... His parents' pay level was far higher than mine, and he gave me all the clothes. The last thing he gave me was his suit, which wow. is really standing fit perfectly, a three-piece suit with a, with a fancy tie. And I never thought I'd have a chance to wear it, but there I was. You can see it there in the picture. And there it is, in fact. But your shirt tail's hanging out. Always. Oh, hey, hey, no nitpicking. That's, Always. that's just style. Someone just gave it to me, Dave said, and he just told us again. I didn't think I'd even wear it. After Dave thanked the crowd of well-wishers, the band behind him, Trio Combio, strummed like minstrels from the summer of love. Three women from the mission. Salute, Dave, they chanted, and the room chanted back. And it was 1969 all over again. Whether you wanted it to be or not. (laughs) Was that an ad lib at the end, Rusty? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, that wasn't actually part of the well, story. Well, anyway, but. Bob Dylan, uh, <laughs> Bob Dylan uh, I think was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, not here. And that, and that year for that was 1961. And Pirate Cat Radio has been for a number of years now. Mutiny Radio mm-hmm. is no longer Pirate Radio uh, because we're no longer Pirate Radio. We're heard throughout on the planet on the Internet. And uh, anyway... It's and a good can, article, Dave, and well, you and you deserve a, a nice report like well, that. Well, I don't know. Well, anyway, if you want to read it for yourself, go to uh, the, go to the San Francisco Examiner, SF Examiner online Tuesday, and there will be. But enough said. Enough said. Are you going to have some performance here uh, by well, Blood Flower? Open up, or? Or? Open up as, we, as we usually do with Blood Flower at the piano. Far out.
so nice, Blood Flower. Hey, Blood Flower. Yes, sir. Uh, I, uh, come I want you to, uh, if you will, we have a request. Uh, Rusty is here. He has a new poem, and he's made a request that you continue where your piano is so perfect for what he's doing. Could you sit back at the piano and play while he reads his new poem? This uh, is Rusty. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, I'd be honored. Yeah. We're gonna honor it and awesome. Likewise, very wise, cool. Likewise, very cool. wise like. Okay, there you go. All right. So, um, what's the background for this? Oh, it's just one of those words. This is a word, the title. It's one of those words that the assholes have appropriated. It's not a bad word, but they ruined it. The word is decency. Money will buy you anything but decency. If you have to pay for it, it's something else entirely. Ingenuine, fake, or worse, forced, a smile, hiding a grimace. A handshake, empty, without meaning, like a painting, but not really. Only a badly printed copy, a cheap frame surrounding, a cheap frame announcing, here, look, nothing to see. Yet free, worth much more than any trinket you might buy, rare, precious, made scarce by the high cost of kindness and fellow feeling, of seeing you as I see myself, alive, struggling, trying with each breath to believe that good rests in all of us, waits, patient for the right moment, announcing itself by doing not telling, never showing off, always stepping up, even when just to reach out frightens the way the unknown frightens. No question of right or wrong or taking advantage of the situation. Simply asking, can I help? And then let's say, Rusty, that's a beautiful poem. Thank it, you. It, it's it, it, right on, you nail it. And this is the first time it's been read on the public airways. It is, in fact, yeah, you know, and I wanted to come up with a piece of art to share with it on Arse Crack. And you put in the word decency and you get all these memes from the conservative side of the argument, just like unreal because they've really appropriated the word and take it as a sign of their superiority that they're decent and you're not. And it's like, <laughs> well, you know, the word decency is appropriated, you're right, just because it's on top of my head, but the word decent hasn't been totally appropriated. No. It's, it's entered the slang, the, the colloquial as well, so the people are not part of that decency, which that's really decent, which is like, that's cool, it's somewhere between that's cool and that's awesome. Decent, isn't that right? Right, it's kind of a in between, you know, not a little, little bit better than mediocre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a decent burrito. Yeah, yeah it was decent, <laughs> you know. And this is a I decent show going on. No, yeah. So Here, how is the movie? It was, it was so decent. Okay. Well, here's a, here's a decent poem. This okay. is kind of up. Okay, that's it's it. It's called Melly, Mary Ellen Carter, which is the name of a pretty famous ballad about a ship that. It sinks in a storm and its crew goes out and rescues it later. Mary Ellen Carter. 
You know, as with any kind of vessel, friendships sink, all hands lost, though. You can always go beneath the waves, search the remains, memory of seafloor, flat and cold, no air to breathe, which makes it hard to stay for long until you must leave or drown. Amazing how lifeless what you see lies there still gathered together, the question answered not what but when, now and forever. Unless in time, like that fabled ship, you find the means, dive all the way down, patch things up, make whatever was rise again. Wow. The poems of another era. That was a good, that was a hope, hopeful uh, poem. Uh, yeah. English poet of the, uh, no, it's not all down the, all the time. Last century, uh, even before. Swinburne, like Swinburne. Yeah, a little later than Swinburne, but along the same line. Well, the song is Mary Ellen Carter, Rise Again, Rise Again, though you're maybe lost to the something of men. Wow. So. Yeah, well, it's like well, you're, you're submerged first, and then you like bob up to the surface for air again. Yeah, well, you have to decide if, if a friendship is worth rescuing or not. Mm. But it is a ship, you know? We have all these words, friendship, fellowship, the vessel. ownership. That's the shittiest ship. <laughs> <laughs> Citizenship. Ooh. Well, another, another, <laughs> another leaky boat. <laughs> Citizens yeah. of the planet. Interesting. Which means that we don't have to have to, we ought to be born at citizens of the planet. So Stewardship. Rusty, uh, Rusty uh, this is a ship of uh, common friendship right here. You're sitting, you're in it, you row, row, row your boat. And I want to, you to uh, let you know, uh, right now over the airways, uh, that you're always welcome to come. Can I do one more for you? I want to dedicate this poem to, uh, to uh, thank you. I want to just say you're always welcome to come in. We have a place for you, a space for you. Row, row, row your boat. Come All and join right. on the ship of the Common Thread Collective on Frida's Day. We're here in San Francisco. Take it away, number three, Rusty Rebar. I wrote this one actually for uh, 16th and Mission. Oh, my neighborhood. We're not far away. The open micless open mic. It's called Local Poet. The two most hurtful words in the English language, crushing as it were the meaningless particular with the infinite universal. What other self-acclamation is more singularly attainable? One anoints oneself with mere ink and keystroke, splashes in the river of words, a baptism witnessed often as not by only the Lord of imagination, but of every kind of art to try and fail at. Poetry leads, needs the least, the barest bones to build a bit of shelter, no guitar and string, no stone nor chisel, paint or easel, film or camera, simply a pen and some paper and the lonely human voice to reach and hold an audience on a corner in the rain where other fellow local poets stand and listen, waiting quietly for their turn and hardly ever complain. <laughs> On a Thursday, come on down. It really is Canada. a miraculous thing. It is. And local, you can speak. From, from be, 10 to midnight. 10 to midnight, you can pronounce. I know. And let me tell you, friends. Hold on a second. Okay. Just let me finish my sentence. Excuse me. Oh, that's all right. No, excuse. Just uh, finish my sentence because I'm another one. And, and uh, you can pronounce it uh, two different words the same way. Local, not quite the same <laughs> way. And local, crazy. So loco, 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 <laughs> crazy poet. Here we be, 16th admission, jumping, jumping in the circle. 
So that's what I have well, to say to you. It's a moment. So go ahead, Rusty. Yeah, and it, You're always welcome here. The go. great, the great thing about it really is, where else can you catch a free show and smoke and drink? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own bottle. It makes you friends. Yeah. Meet new generations really, coming in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> of the non-poets as well. It's interesting. Right. You've got a free audience right there. I mean, on the corner of Stab and Run, as, as it's often referred <laughs> no, to. No, I call it the corner of Assault and Battery. That's, <laughs> my, we that's first, my neighborhood. Uh, I was there at the first one. Rough. week. And, Rough. you know, we came out of the uh, Brainwash Cafe, where for months before, um, maybe more than a month, a year, a couple of years, I did uh, the open mic. Way right. back then, first there was two or three people, and then it was packed with uh, uh, rafters. That's where Charlie Getters came aboard. Yeah. That's where Fernando was. It Fernando? A bunch of poets. Who, we then took it to sixty. Fernando's to really cool. Yeah, we took it to sixty to Mission. That brother who works at the beat uh, at the Beat Museum. Uh, the regulars who go all the way back then. And I think so many I th- years ago. I think it's also where the uh, seeds for uh, Viracocha actually took I took sure root. I know so. I I recall seeing uh, Jonathan Siegel standing about in yeah. the in the in the wings of the yeah. circle and jumping into the middle. Yeah. It's, so um, it's been it's, going it's, on. It's like thirteen years now. It's, Fourteen it's, it's years. Where, it's where I met a lot of the people who I like to think of as my friends now yeah i haven't been going that many years but certainly over the life of uh well, probably friends. 10 years yeah yeah time well, flies it does but we are having fun here in san francisco with our poetry community and our yeah well you know. it, it's it's growing and it's that poet was the young um Ethi- well her parents are from ethiopia Oh yeah, um, she's terrific. Armand, yeah, Herman, yeah. Oh yeah, her parents are from Eritrea. Eritrea, Eritrea. Eritrea. Yeah. They came the to Kasadat. Yeah, they here? did come to Kasadat. She here. was. She was here a couple weeks back. Oh, I remember her now. Well, bring them back, are you folks? Yeah, she's. she's so yeah, what 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 I'm in, what I'm trying to say simply is that there's lots of young people. You know, you don't have to be an old geezer to enjoy poetry or or spout it. In fact, I believe it helps. And they're all welcome here. We're definitely part of this lineage. About it. We're, we're sure definitely part of this lineage. Hey, I'm talking. We're definitely part of this lineage. Uh, Rusty and and, and and Bloodflower and this lineage. But we have to have the social media to be able to take it to the city. Really. Uh, take it to the to take it to the world. And uh, how, uh, tell me, tell us again. I don't think it is. Uh, how many downloads did we have uh, last month? Oh, we had an amazing number of downloads in the month of October. Let me. Um, I, I let me. I don't have it right in front of me, but basically over six thousand. Well, yes, over six thousand downloads of the Common yeah, Thread Collective, and right over three thousand downloads of Women's Magazine. Yeah, right so, on. with you know, I added it up, and you know, ten over ten thousand. Uh, of uh yeah so and that's just in the month of october so that was a really strong month we're so happy that people are out there listening and spreading the word because that's what we do here at mutiny radio is we try to spread the word spread the love um because we certainly need that and we want to make sure that the you know our first amendment rights freedom of speech freedom of peaceful assembly are activated and protected and and not forgotten in this uh, okay. era of really strange uh, media and uh, and t- 
Consolidation is the word, it's, unfortunately. It's divisive. It's not strange. It's divisive. Yes. So if we do the exact opposite of what divisive is, we should get by just fine. Yeah, it's funny how that's ironic that nice. the consolidation leads to more divisiveness. Well, we're putting it. Well, well, right. That is a it's good point. Well, somebody. How was I watching? Oh. Oh, there's so many, so much context in my life. Somebody was, ta- we were talking about dictatorships and they said, why do you think dictatorships fall? <laughs> you know, it's like you see it a time and again and again and again. Because um, it doesn't work when you try to tell people what to do and what to think and how to act and how to behave. The human spirit is far too free for that. And, you know, uh, even if it takes you a while, maybe even a generation or five to see through the bullshit, you know, eventually you're going to be like, hey, that's a bunch of bullshit. Oppression has a <laughs> oppression has a shelf life. Nice. We should make that sticker and put it we're around the, the, the mission. I that far. But <laughs> I, I am anti-oppression. Oh, and how's, how's it? <laughs> I have yet to meet anyone who was actually, you know, kind of for oppression. Like, yeah, sure. you know, it's like terrorism. Are you really for the terrorists? Oh yeah. I'm, well, well, one man's terrorist is another man's. Exactly, and that's now. also. But anyway, yeah. But it's, anyway, what I, I like to refer to our our leadership as the industrial military dictatorship incorporated and With since a it's on top. since it's since it's yeah. a, a a corporate money-making corporation it you is. know you can't really uh you know complain about it because what they're making money that? you know they're like apple and microsoft it's it's a money-making thing so it must be working right <laughs> we're helping provide an alternative that's what's needed well, well sure that's what's needed but we'll and hey rusty it. hey but we're here every friday uh, come on I down. Like your, your there, there, there's room for, for, for most of you to come down. And my role is MC, Rusty. My phone, snakeskin bag. Yes, sir. My role of MC is that nobody goes away mad, nobody goes away sad, everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do. And also, kind of along the lines of what, what we're talking about, um, and jumping back to your, to your comment, Rusty, uh, and your poem about how the kind of conservative right has co-opted the word decency, right? Coming from this moral high ground, uh, righteous point of view. Um, And, you know, what I see right now in this day and age is we have, and this is kind of going back to what Diamond Dave likes to say, which is, is always darkest right before the dawn, you know, Right now, we're really seeing how stark uh, the difference is between what, you know, is actually decent, <laughs> like human rights and things, and, and, and what is coming out of Washington, um, you know, as a, on the other side of things. And I, I, I don't want to be too general, but what we're seeing, you know... In, yeah, the contrast has never been stronger. Yes. And so, I, I've, what I appreciate about that is that becomes... Uh, things become very clear, and I think that's when the facades start to, to oh, crack. Yeah. So, case in point, um, this <laughs> actually, I have like three different uh, articles that are the pieces of news that I heard this week that, that kind of illustrate um, that. But the, but the main one, which I found to be rather um, hilarious, and I'm calling it political Darwinism, <laughs> is there's a married Christian lawmaker in Ohio. Um, who had to resign. Uh, He's been an uh, anti-gay, anti-LGBT lawmaker, um, and he had to resign because he was caught engaging in an, quote, inappropriate sexual affair with a man in his office. 
office. Yeah, I saw, I shared that on Rusty's arts crack page. <laughs> well, it's so it's ridiculous. You know, it's like you, we know that you know so many politicians are two-faced right they have the public persona they have their private life um you know they preach family values and then they have affairs or whatever they're doing they're accepting money and all this kind of stuff right the corruption is you know known as a known uh, theme but then to be so stupid like you know it's just stupid you're gonna actually like engage in that at work i mean even if it's with a woman you know it's like you're having sex at work. You're not supposed to do that, you know? And so I'm calling it political Darwinism because you really have to be a, 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 a fool to think that, that nobody's oh, going to know. You know, the two yeah. words, I, my caption yeah. for that story was just two words, forbidden fruit. It seems a lot of people that are that double that entendre. There, I'm they, they, I don't, I don't mean were, to be a sexist. I just about, am. How about <laughs> uh, the one that just came to me just now is uh, a bull in a china shop. They wanted to be a bull in the china shop. And all these sisters are the china shop and they see themselves as a bull. So even to put them the level of uh, that's uh, anyway. It yeah. seems the more people that are anti LGBT are the ones that are more that have more to hide. You know, maybe because they're going, oh, look at those people over there, and they put all the attention on them, so they can go do what they want to do, which doesn't shock me at all, because we're human. But the fact that people are so duplicitous in that, and then, like you said, to bring it into the workplace, it's almost like, look it, I want to be caught, I want to be put, I want to be outed, so to speak, as a complete and utterly depraved hypocrite. (laughs) Right. Well, let's let them do. On one hand, we can I'll, I'll see what I can do. On the other hand, let's work together. Using oh, that's already kids. happened that's to right. me. Hey, just a second. I, let's work together. Why, why do I even bother? I said, let's work together as fellow human beings to show that there's a different way, an alternative way that it can be done. And on a Friday afternoon, let's do our best to make this happen and show that there's a better way and put it out there and I invite people to come and join us. And so soon there's a movement being built. And as we connect, as and we've been part of, I go farther back because I'm way older than you guys. And I go back, I go back to the 50s, the beat generation. That's what they call me. What do they call me now? Beatnik. Lovable beatnik. Yeah, the lovable beatnik. That's when Moses wore knee pants back then. Moses wore knee pants. It was 1957. I thought he had knee pads. Knee pants. Oh, good. What? Because I've been hearing about... Uh, the, the women saying to one another, no, no. "Well, you're going to go uh, work for that guy. You better wear knee pads." That's what I want. Anyway. No, I said you, knee I, pants. No, I, yeah, I said uh, <laughs> when Moses wore knee pants, that's when you were young. Oh, I thought you had knee pads. Oh, uh, anyway, that's too funny. That's I, too weird. I don't go that's there. That's too strange. I don't go there. Okay, well, I've been reading it lately, and I'm hearing it on NPR. Because the NP has been exposing all this. And one thing, I'll just end with this. We'll play some music or whatever you want to do. But I'm, I'm, uh, uh, one thing I, uh, I hear constantly on NPR because I, since my back is the way it is, I have very little that I can do. Mostly I read the New Yorkers and I listen to NPR. That's good. And, NPR is uh, good. Uh, no bad words, but it gets me through the day. It gets me through the day. Here's and Kevin. These people are always very. No, well, what's uh, these people who are being charged with all these various crimes? They say that they know no harm done, not no harm done. They always say the same thing. No, that, uh, that they were pure as a driven snow. 
That's just the words they use. That's what, but anyway, uh, well, yeah, here we are. Here we are. And, and, you know, a couple other kind of good news stories, um, good news, bad news, um, because it's exposing the bad, is, uh, let's see here. They're in, um, hold on, I have notes, <laughs> believe it or not. I have notes. Um, so there was a big First Amendment victory um, U.S. District Judge Catherine Perry in St. Louis um, ruled in favor of the ACLU, saying that police used mace and pepper spray to punish protesters. So that was a ruling that's now going to have um, some reverberating consequences for law enforcement that in St. Louis. Of, part of the Ferguson. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, it, it, it was in response to a. There were protests that broke out after a, a police officer was, you know, found not guilty um, of shooting a different a different person, mm -hmm. not not Michael Brown, but a, uh, it was another case. Mike Brown, uh, Mike Brown sorry. Um, and then in Cook County, um, a bunch of people were let off of their um, drug convictions because the police officer was found to have planted drugs. Mm. Um, mm. And also um, this week. The very first ever LAPD police camera video was uh, shown to the public. It was the first one coming out of LA, and it showed a police officer planting cocaine, I saw that. Yeah. putting cocaine into someone's uh, wallet. wallet that was yeah. on the ground. So you know we're seeing um, where the eyes are opening, yeah. and uh, we're kind of getting getting past a lot of this That's an awful um, lot of work. It seems smoke like screen drugs on somebody. no it's not it's they, pretty they, easy they had the they had the guy cuffed uh, and they took his he had handed over his his wallet his, for his id already it was, yeah his wallet was on the ground oh. and then they so like the cop had turned on his camera either he knew it or he didn't know it um but then later he turned on the audio but before he had turned on the audio they saw they showed him like pick up the wallet and like pick up some drugs and then when he turned it on like presumably uh you know like now it's on he's like oh look what i found in the wallet and so it was like two different items that he had placed together and then presented to his oh. superior saying look what i found in this guy's wallet so you know, so we're seeing like all the like the facades are cracking and and uh, things are becoming clear. And finally, there's there's like some some justice uh, that we're actually finally it's a bad seeing. Time accountability. Yeah. Let, may there be a watershed. We're working, we're working I, I would like to do before I go one last. This is not a usual style. This is a gazelle after a form of Arabic form of poem. That's like uh, Hafiz. A gazelle. Hafiz. A gazelle is a. Bug. Well, I think the words. Are related, like a yeah, but that like a gazelle a is like a gazelle in that it's supposed to jump with each line and turn. Who be the judge of that, Randy? Really, rusty. And I mean. and and rusty, uh, Randy, Robert Bly has uh, a style of them, oh Robert Bly, and this is Very after much. a Robert Bly gazelle. Okay, and it's called the cat waits to be fed. The news tonight is not news, but rather old stories from the past I've heard to death. My life goes on living regardless of the plots. The finely machined pieces are also stories. I take them apart with my wrenches and sockets, but this old car will never go back together. When I was paid to write the news, it was a miracle to come in in the morning and read the headlines. Those same exact stories are in the paper today. The cat goes out and comes back to his bowl. He looks several times to be sure of the story. 
Desire is one thing, but tasting its fruit, another. Tomorrow, what can I do that will change anything? I had hopes once, but only the story kept changing. The cat sits and waits to be fed. That is his story. Martin, <laughs> Martin, you dirty your fingers with grimy stories. What does it matter whether the car starts again? It has already carried you and yours far enough. What's wow. your cat's name? Hey, hey Rebar. This is Rusty Rebar. Cato. Rusty Rebar. You be a you be a really great good poet, and I know poetry pretty well. I've been around a long time, in several senses of the word, and uh, I want to say once again, you're always welcome here. Thank welcome you. To say, Thank oh, you, it's Dave. Friday. That's when I really. <laughs> that's started. exactly what happened this that's afternoon, right. Dave. That's when I, when I get back to my so my, my deal fell apart, and I said it's Friday. Rejoice. <laughs> Read your free day. Actually, it's free day, so come on through. You're part of our collective, and the loose collective. Uh, so so uh, welcome aboard. That's Rusty Rebar. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Val. Thank you, Bloodflower, for your backing there. That's and, cool. And, and if you want to hear how you sounded, just go to the podcast. It'll be up as soon as I played the last one I was on. Perfect. And, and actually sent it out to my fan. Do it. Nice. If, uh, my I wanna, fan. I want to tell people how colorful the reading was, too, with the with the lavender earphones and the, and the orange mic sock. Like, if you want to visualize that while you're listening. Visualize. Very colorful. And the snakeskin sax and bag. Skinned. I feel bad for the snake. No, it, it's it's plastic. Oh, I feel bad for the plastic snake. Okay, let's put some music on. Okay. Here's my brother Kevin. He's Hi, getting, Kevin. He's going to take right. me out Hi. because I want to... Uh, I want to go home. All right. Well, you are listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco. You can come down and join us and be part of this salon that we set up every here in this funky little art space on the corner of 21st and Florida. Come on down, bring your poetry, bring your prose, your music, or just yourself, your projects and whatnot. And we're here. So here's some music from Renee Asteria.
goes out, says he'll be right back. You know he's gonna go drinking with his buddy Jack. Well, baby, don't you know when you're all alone? Call me, call me on the phone. I'm your midnight man. I got what you want. Sweet, sweet loving. Midnight man. Bravo. line up with reality sometimes you listen to the common thread collective here mutinyradio.fm that's some music from john degarmo and the bluesberries jam band uh, really cool all-star band actually ubi Doobie whitaker plays on on those tracks so we're happy to play their music here on the common thread collective and on the phone we have our friend our far-flung correspondent feather Feather, are you with us? Hey, Feather. Yes. yes, I am. I'm right here. Welcome back to the Common Thank Thread. You. Thank you so much. Let's get a sound level. Hey, Feather. Speak to us. She yes. is. Good to hear your voice. Uh oh. I we can we can hear you. It's a little bit faint, but um, I think it'll be okay. All right. Yeah, I'm uh, maybe not in the best spot, but I was trying to find a quiet spot, and I hope uh, does it sound pretty clear now. Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's pretty clear. It's a little, a little low. The volume's a little low, but that's probably, probably on my end. Okay. Well, I got it maxed on my end, so I will just speak nice and clear and loud. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Better. Feather, I thought of you in the last few days when I heard about the oil spillage. I heard about the pipeline bursting in South Dakota. And then then they got, now I'm talking to you. There's a connection, I think. Tell us what really happened there from what you discovered and go into it. Feather, so good to hear your words. I love you and I trust you and I know you speak the truth. All right, Dave. Well, I've been doing a lot of research today. This still just happened yesterday. 
And from what I can gather from uh, the sources, uh, a lot of good sources on YouTube can you turn that up, uh, to go to. Uh, it's 210,000 uh, gallons of oil with 5,000 uh, 5, barrels of shale oil is what has spilled. And from what I can gather, they're still, they're digging down nine feet down to the pipes, trying to figure out where the spill has actually come from. Uh, they, they shut it down within 15 minutes so they could get at it, but they haven't found uh, where it was leaking from yet. Um, yeah, this is really horrible. Uh, and on Monday, this is very important news here, the Nebraska Public Service Commission was already um, expected to sign the okay for the Keystone XL. So there is, um, and that was already a scheduled meeting for this Monday before the spill happened. So now that this has happened, there's a lot of people chiming in about, uh, you know, their concern for it. And one of the local Native people, um, one of the, uh, the women elders, uh, who was in one of the interviews, says that, you know, that her name is Faith Spotted Eagle, and this is on their land where this is happening. And then also the rancher, whose uh, agricultural field where this is, has erupted into, says, wow, now my worst nightmare has happened because it's right in the area that, that he leases from the tribe. I'm, I'm presuming, presuming that's way, the, the way it is, but it could be the ancestral land as well. But nevertheless, he says, this is my worst nightmare coming true. And uh, the, another brother said that he feels that this, uh, if they give the okay, the decision on the routing of this um, that's supposed to come down on Monday is the fuse to the biggest carbon bomb on the planet, which will be, when this is completed, will be emitting uh, 100 million tons of carbon emissions a year into the air. So this is, is, is huge. And I did find um, a, a website where people can sign uh, onto this, and then uh, your your concern will go to the uh, commissioners. So I'm going to give that right now. So if you want to comment and send a, send a, a comment to the Nebraska Public Service Commission, this would have to be done today, tomorrow, Sunday. I'm sure that it would it would go through on the internet. But um, yeah, this is this is a huge decision, and they need support in making the best decision for the state of uh, North Dakota, and then also for everyone. Um, so this is the, uh, the the site to go to. Okay, it's. Um, you could go on YouTube and you would be able to find it. It is called Secure, S-E-C-U-R-E dot foodandwaterwatch.org. 
So this, this is why. Can you repeat that one more time, Feather? Yeah. Uh, it's um, secure. Secure. S E C U R E dot food and water That's all, all one word. Um, yeah, familiar with Food and Water Watch, a great, great organization. So, sec- yeah, so secure and, and dot food and water watch, or is it an at? Is it an email address? Uh, it's no, it's um, it's the web. It's H- the website. Yes, colon slash slash. All right, secure dot food and water dot org, and so that's where people can go if they want to um, try to send a message. To, you're saying this is the Nebraska Public Service Commission that's going to be voting whether or not to extend the Keystone Pipeline, but I'm, that, that was my error. North Dakota, North, the North Dakota, North North Dakota, because the spill the spill just happened in South Dakota, so they're trying to expand it into North Dakota. Is that? Well, you know what? I've already got this mixed up because I've been. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm working today, and then I was—I've been uh, frantically trying to do this in between. Fair so. enough. <laughs> we understand. We'll 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 find. Oh, really close right there, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Nebraska all in there together. Um, but yeah, I believe that this would be the North Dakota. So um, people should be able to find it easily if you go to that. You'll find it easily, and then definitely it will be the correct. Yeah. No, you were right. I was. I, I found it. Um, yeah, the Nebraska Public Service Commission, um, because that's. I think that they're voting whether or not to expand the Keystone Pipeline, right? The to exp, um, so that that vote coming up, incidentally, right after this enormous spill in South Dakota of the Keystone Pipeline. So you're 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 right. I was just I was just checking. Oh, good. Heather, let me say something to you. You be yeah, uh, we be we be friends for so long, so many yeah, ways. But in this case, that part of your friend, our friendship is that you're our correspondent to let us know this for the uh, the Nebraska public must be meeting sometime this week. Other things will happen. Will you call in at four o'clock next week, a week from uh, a week from today, and let us know what you've discovered? All right, that sounds and good. And we're having a. Last month alone, we had over six thousand downloads. People are listening. Uh, people are downloading the show. People are led, uh, uncounted numbers listening live. So we are putting out there, and we and uh, we be the common thread collective, and you be part of that collective, and a voice of where it is, what you're doing, and feather. You're wonderful, intelligent, and I love you, sister. Oh, Diamond Dave, I love you, and a belated happy birthday. <laughs> Well, it's we're doing what we do. Life yeah. goes on. Yeah. Well, folks, so thanks for calling. Hey, Val. A lot hey, of people on YouTube. You uh, excellent one with a brother by the name of Bill Bunting on YouTube, and he does some great reporting. He's very awesome and very, very knowledgeable. So people can find a lot right now if they want to take a look. Well, but, th- uh, thank definitely find that petition to go to them. Thank you, Feather. Um, we're so happy that you are our correspondent out there, um, keeping tabs on on what's happening in this 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 movement, this worldwide movement of trying to make sure that the environment's protected and all the life within it uh, protected from bad policy, um, you know, disastrous. Uh, development um, kind of moving backwards in time 
and sense. So yes, thank you for 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 calling in, and we uh, we certainly do want to have everybody out there uh, staying staying connected and wanting and on top of what's going on, you know, the Keystone pipeline leaking in South Dakota, Nebraska about to vote whether or not to allow the Keystone XL pipeline, which was defeated and vetoed by a president, well, vetoed by President Obama and um, defeated by uh, years of grassroots action all along the route of the proposed Keystone XL pipeline going through Nebraska. Um, So the Nebraska Public Service Commission about to vote on that. Uh, But now we see 5,000 barrels, over 200,000 gallons of leaked underground um, leak from the pipeline in South Dakota. On a more personal note, uh, be sure to give my love to all the, to the Missoula family, you know what I'm talking about. And you know, you know, uh, did you wish me? I just turned 80 years old. Did you know that? I did. That's amazing. 80 That's years amazing. old. <laughs> and my sister, a love of mine, I'm talking about Rain, sent me an amazing poem looking back at those 80 years that, that made my day. So you see uh, this one? From, and how's Chuck? Chuck is doing really well. He's doing really well. well. That's good. And he's holding on. My, I'm sending love through you to all of them. Yeah. Very too. Hey, everybody, you're right here in my heart. San Francisco, yeah. Missoula. Uh-huh. And hugs and love to all the listeners. Lots of hugs and love and pass them on. Pass them on. What this world needs is a great big group hug. <laughs> What the world needs is a great big group hug is a great way okay, to, well, to, to go out on Feather. Thank you. Well, we're going to take it around the planet on the Internet. We'd be, we're going to find that common thread. And what, uh-huh. a, what better group hug than you have? But a common thread, a common thread, shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, doing what we do. I love you, Feather, and all you folks. And here we are on the planet. And, and so let's plan it. Next Friday, 4 o'clock. Uh, call, call, give us a call and uh, tell us what you discovered. Well, next Friday, Dave, is the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, I think we're actually going to take that oh, day yeah, off. Oh, yeah, it'll be the Friday after. Excuse me. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, but I'll keep everybody posted on our Facebook page if you're wanting to tune in or wanting to join us in person. Just check our Common Thread Collective Facebook page next Friday, and um, we'll give you a, a confirmation on that either way. Heads up. It's hard to make decisions in advance. That's This is... <laughs> I kind of want to take the day off, but I kind of don't. Um, you know, I guess that's just part of the 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 raw motivation and ambition I have for community radio. Um, We've but so used to every. Friday. I know every Stuff Friday. Every Friday, we're making history, we're making history, and we're making history by just providing a place where this can happen in a freewheeling, freestyling, and free-flowing kind of way. Right on. Well, talking about free-flowing and talking about our friend Rain up in Missoula, here's a track from Rosteria called Rain.
walking across the floor When I first saw you You came strolling across the floor I said, you're the woman that I need Don't need nothing more I wanna hold you tight I wanna dance with you, baby I wanna dance all night Darling, don't you know it's true I wanna dance 
yeah, yeah. That's the music from John DeGarmo and the Bluesberries Jam Band, an all-star blues cast. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm in San Francisco. And speaking of San Francisco, we have got our next performer in the house, and that is MC Cisco Kid. How you doing, Cisco? Good to see you again. Hello, I'm doing nice. Yeah. Um, so. You wanted to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what you do, who you are. Sure. I'm a 11 year old. I just turned 11 on November 15th. So. Yeah, happy one one. Me. <laughs> um, I. Uh, I've been doing uh, EDM music for some time now, and I've also been beatboxing for a really, really long time. And I'm going to perform some beatboxing for you, as well as showing you one of my tracks. All right, should we start now? (laughs) Right on. Take it away, Cisco Kid. MC Cisco Kid. With the what? Francisco Kid, as you're doing it, they've been doing it for a while. Of a band, of people, a band of kids, about your age, about 11 years old, <laughs> in which you'll be doing your beatboxing, and they'd be backing you up. And I'm sure right now, as we speak, <laughs> there's an 11 year old on an electric guitar putting it out there, and there are others too. Thank so you. I'm envisioning a band of which you'll be the lead singer and beatboxer. So stick around, son. <laughs> Thank you. And mom, what do you think? Hey, uh, you mentioned to me while we were off the air a variety, it was hard to give up, but you have a variety of various events that connect to that community. By the way, uh, thanks for coming to my B-Day party. There's a lot of people we both know, a lot of people we're bound to know, a lot of people we will be knowing who came together. I believe a movement mm-hmm. is on the way to being born. And uh, and I roll here, uh, well, you know, the uh, kid, we're a little kid. We're streaming around the world right here on the internet. So it's all connected. So uh, so Mona Lisa, tell us some of the things which uh, would be good for people to know. 
Well, Dave, we're we're talking about some local events coming up. Um, poetry and under the dome. That's right. January, That's April. April nineteenth. April nineteenth. That's at City Hall. City Hall. That's the dome. The mother of all open mics for poetry, as we like to say. Free and all ages too. We always have the youth all voice ages. here. Speaking of youth voice, with MC Cisco Kid. <laughs> Hey, I got a track also, because, uh, Cisco, you are on SoundCloud, right? Why don't you let people yeah. know how they can find you on SoundCloud? Oh, yeah. My, na- my name is uh, MC Cisco Kit. Well, my name is Cisco, or Francisco, and my stage name is MC Cisco Kid. So my SoundCloud is soundcloud.com slash E-M-C-E-E-C-I-S-E-O-K-I-D. That's E-M-C-E-E. People think it's MC, which is E-M-C-E-E-M-C, so yeah. Spell it out. I spell it out? No, no, I said you did spell it out. The way to spell it out. We got it. Yeah, I was able to find it. MC Cisco Kid on SoundCloud. I spelled it out way too many times. So we're going to we're gonna play this track you laid down called Frequency. Is that right? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. All right. That's the name. That's the name. Here we go.
was awesome. MC Cisco Kid. So cool. Hey, happy birthday, Cisco. Thank you. When, when was your birthday? Uh, it was November 15th. All right. Right near Diamond Dave's birthday. His is the 12th. Well, actually, he turned 11. I turned 80. <laughs> <laughs> but we had his birthday on 11-11. One, 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 one. We are all one right here, right here on this planet. And we're so happy to be spreading the good word out uh, around the planet on the internet on mutinyradio.fm every Friday. Oh, my God. Um, actually, we're going to take a little break next Friday, day after Thanksgiving. It's kind of a down day, folks. So, you know, stay warm, curl up, um, take a walk on the beach or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, but, we, but we love it, and we'll be back for sure after that. Yeah. We still have a, a little bit more of this show to go. I see our friend Max showed up, so he's going to set up his uh, instrument out there. But we also have Joan, who gave us a call in on the phone. Joan Rivard, welcome back to the Common Thread Collective. Can you hear us oh, okay? I'm happy to be here. Yes, I can hear you. All right. We can hear you pretty clearly as well. Yes. Uh, I, I want to read a piece, that's again, from my book, uh, uh, Peace Drums. And um, it's about the log where the um, the house-free youth in San Francisco like to sit around and, and have a community. And and um, there's something more that happened here. I'll, I'll go ahead and read it and then tell you the, the story. Um, they, they've, I'll, I might as well tell you now. They, they've made a rule that these people cannot sit on the logs, that the logs are private property, uh, the, uh, I've heard that the museum bought them, and now they're saying that these young people can't sit on these, you know, it's the only comfortable places to sit. There aren't any benches around the pond there. And so um, I thought I'd read the piece that I had written about how I discovered the log. <clears throat> on the east side of Golden Gate Park <clears throat> is where most of the people camp because of its proximity to stores and McDonald's, Whole Foods, and other facilities. At night, they find hidden places to sleep in the bushes, in the hollows of the hills in the forest. During the day, they hang out near a grassy area called the Horseshoe. That's at the east entrance of the park. A little further in, there is a beautiful man-made pond next to a paved walkway that passes through an ornate stone tunnel. If you look carefully through bushes and trees, you can see cars and traffic going by on the road on top of the tunnel. Right next to the artful doorway of the tunnel, beside the walkway and across from the pond, there's the log, quote-unquote. It's where groups of people always gather, the rough equivalent of the old village green. There are actually many logs there that people sit on, lining the side of the road for about 100 feet. There are other logs strategically placed all around the park to sit on. But when people say, we'll meet you at the log, this place is what they mean. The artificial pond across from the log is spectacular. It seems to evoke every dreamscape with its towering trees, rock-lined miniature inlets, and bays amid sparkling waters and exotic plants, some of which look prehistoric. Individuals like to sit on parts of land that jut out into the water and play guitars or draw or write. A line of people sitting on the logs across from it enjoy an inspiring view and the sound of the fountain in the center of the expanse of water. You can smell the water in the oxygen-laden air. Someone might be playing a mandolin 
and someone else a guitar. And here I go on about different stories about them. It's not about the log anymore, but, you know, that's why I mentioned that, that they're, they're now saying we can't sit on the logs, which I have some very intense opinions about. But this st- story goes on. Um, a graceful young woman in a bright red flowered scarf and a long skirt looks like a real gypsy with her black curls and the rings in her lips and nose. The vision of her against the embankment amid sun-dappled oak branches is reminiscent of a romantic-era painting. A young man sits on the log, stroking two dogs. He tells me he's called the Dog Whisperer because dogs like his nails. The two dogs are zoning out under his very rough hands and claw-like nails. I, I, you know, I'm sorry, it goes into past tense. I have to fix all that. The friend with him talked about riding the trains. He said the gondolas were nice because you could be hidden there. But it was good to have a tarp because there was no shade. You could get windburn, sunburn, every kind of burn, unquote. He said the boxcars were okay, but they could be hot and humid and full of mosquitoes who were also looking for nice places to ride out of the wind. He and some others discussed how to stay alive on a suicide porch, quote-unquote, a sort of steel balcony at the back of a train where you and a dog could sit, but you had to be real careful not to fall through the big hole in the floor that went right over the tracks and not to let your dog fall through. He said he tried not to look like a scumbag train rider, but one time he came off a coal train covered in grease. He said he looked real bad but had gotten a ride anyway because he had good energy. A youth was trying to corral an orange kitten. He had to watch it constantly because it had no leash. He told a story. He was at a pancake breakfast at a men's club, they wouldn't, and they wouldn't give him a pancake. But he ended up getting more than anyone out of the trash can. He had beautiful eyes, was worried that he was not educated enough. He called people bro. He said he was hoping the movement would restart. He didn't have to name it because we all knew what the movement is. It's a deep connection between people that you don't have to join or send money to. A long, the long-haired young man was carving a heart out of a piece of soapstone using an ancient method of rubbing it with bamboo and horsehair. He told another story. He went to a restaurant in Colorado and ordered a large pan of lasagna because he was real hungry. All they served him was a tiny portion with leaves on it from a tree outside, and it had spit all over it on top. He said that he'd paid for it anyway, and then he ate it without saying anything. Afterwards, he made sure to thank the cook, and that's something someone would have done when they wear those kind of buttons, what would Jesus do? So um, that's just a few little portraits of these people. You know, I want people to know how cool they are and how smart they are and how spiritual they are and, you know, every wonderful thing that there can be about people I'm finding out there with with the homeless in the park and on Haight Street. And there's something very special about them. And, you know, I I feel that it's a resource that needs to be appreciated and and preserved. You know, some of these are, are... they represent the remnant of the 60s movement, and it's a powerful thing. It's not just a few people only here. Or it's still alive in people's hearts. And uh, 
So, you know, to, to say that they can't gather at those logs and be near the pretty pond and have their little community there, um, that really is a, a, a loss of liberty, which uh, I feel we should be very concerned about. Uh, it, it turns out there's very few places where people can gather and, and hang out and meet each other. Uh, you, you have to pay a venue or you're on private property or this or that. You can only stay 40 minutes. You know, 100 years ago, a lot of people hung out on the street. And, you know, 30 years ago in, in Europe, in Brussels, I remember the nightlife. Oh, my gosh, there were more people on the street at night than in the day. And, and nobody was getting hurt. You know, there wasn't any big problem. And uh, people need that. We need We need each other. We need to have a place where we greet the morning together and can have coffee together and even meet a stranger, you know, and start talking about your life story. And it's wonderful. It's like heaven. It's, I think that's why these people seem happier than a lot of other people I know. Um, they're getting their human juice from other people, which in our society now is getting more and more rare you know, things that are real, things that are genuine, things that are not jacked up, they're not plastic, they're not something somebody dreamed up to try to get us to do something or buy something. You know, you see real people out there talking about real things. If it's only about the dog, you know, it's it's real, it's alive, it's it matters. And um and they love liberty and so should we. Absolutely, so, Joan. And we appreciate all that you kind of bring their voice uh, to the airwaves here on Mutiny Radio because, you know, they're out there on the street level and you're, you know, writing about it and, and interacting with all these these young people. And, um, you know, the Common Thread Collective is, is a voice for that and a platform. So, you know, of course, with the with Diamond Dave being our, our host here, uh, the, the Haight-Ashbury, the free-spiritedness is uh, part of the legacy. So thank you for bringing your, um, you know, your descriptions and, and the, the colorful descriptions that you bring, um, but also like the real messages behind it. Um, so th- I'm so glad you called in today, Joan. And um, just to let you know, we're not doing a live show next Friday day after thanksgiving we're taking a break but we'll be back the following friday if you want to call in or come in oh i hope i can come in by then i'd love to see you guys all right well well we we look forward to seeing you or hearing from you soon yes thank you and you know it's not a legacy only it's right now it's happening right now we are it right now you know people i gotta realize it's not about nostalgia for the 60s or something it's 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 universal and it's right now. So thank you. I'm very glad thank you. I'm about to be on Mutiny Radio. Well, thank you. Thank you for making that point and and keeping it alive. It's alive, boy. We did have to <laughs> sit on it to make it not alive. <laughs> <laughs> right. If, if it would be quiet, the, the rocks would cry out, right? Ooh. But universal enlightenment and saving the planet. <laughs> So poetic. Thank you, Joan. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. And, okay. uh, After I, a week. Let's see. Is, uh, is Max, do you have a, a microphone in front of your guitar? Yeah. yeah. Almost. Getting there. Um, did you, both are, did you have a poem or something you were going to do? Well, let him do his All right. All right.
we want to get that mic right in front of that guitar if you can i know it's a little it's getting darker earlier these days so we do have some lights out there they're kind of limited but we can turn them on let's see i think we're good to go there we go i'm up here i can hear you yeah that's pretty good yeah let's let me yeah yeah. Peace, Tom Petty. Right on. Rock and peace. That's a nice one. I like that. Yeah. You want to jam another one? Oh, sure. If you like. Since feel I have free. my little friend here with me, I'll do the one about Mr. Peepers. Mr. Peepers. He's right here with us. And he loves it when he hears his song. Hey, peeps. Jeepers, <laughs> creep. 
think you got the biggest balls in town All of you fussing and fighting With all the big dogs you're inciting If I don't bring you in You might just be someone's lunch Well, jeepers, creepers, oh, Mr. Her peepers. She are the mofos, they're landing you. Oh, they're gonna kiss and hug you, and you know they're gonna mug you because you are the fulcrum in a geriatric tug of war. With jeepers, peepers, oh, Mr. Peepers. You're just about the laziest dog I know. All day long you sit around like a tiny little king with a phonet crown. I don't understand why using my life is your crown. chain length fence That's okay now It made my thin house That means I'm gonna pick up your mess My pizza's house Right on, Max and Mr. Peepers in the house. That's Mr. Peepers is a little a little dog. And uh, we're glad you came down today, Max. Right on, I'm glad I came down too. Yeah, it's always good to see you. Um, we're taking next Friday off, but, uh, but we'll be back. Um, Just the like fr- the Terminator. That's right, we'll be back. Oh man, and actually that, well, I'm looking at my calendar. Oh boy, life has uh, so much to offer in terms of things to do. Month. Yeah, what's up, Lovefire? Did you, uh, do you want to talk about MAP? I, that's, you know... Get a little, oh, I'm sorry. No problem. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Um, I think most people know that it's an event that happens on alternate months every other month. Um, December 2nd will be the next MAP event. And like all MAP events, they're free and open to the public. Um, December 2nd, I will be curating with um, poet E.K. Keith um, a reading, a music uh, performance from three, 
no, from 6 to 9, I'm sorry, from 6 to 9 p.m. at La Boheme Cafe between Mission and Valencia on 24th Street. You can't miss it. Um, shall I give you a, a quick... A quick list. A little, a little rundown, a yeah. Little, a little rundown? Yeah. Sure. That's um, <laughs> so cool. We got a, a spot at Cafe La Boheme during MAP. I was blessed, literally. I would just, you know, um, I'll tell you someday the long story. But in short, I was, I was blessed with that. Um, so we have... Da, da, da. I have the, yeah, okay, Kim Shuck. Uh, Our poet laureate. One of my favorite poets, Global Val. Hey. Um, one of my favorite guitar pickers, songwriters, Ed Dang. Yeah, Ed Dang. Wonderkind, James Ellis. Oh, yeah. E.K. Keith, who I mentioned previously. Um, I believe Kevin Lash will be there, who was here earlier. Yeah, he said he would. Um, Wind Song. Oh, uh, Wind Song. Mia Byrne. From Trio Combio. Mia Byrne. Charlie Getter. Charlie Getter, Charlie Getter. And I just confirmed Miss Mona Lisa today. She'll perform as well. And uh, Robert Carr oh, from we love, Time Cat. We love Robert Carr. He'll join us. He'll be backing me up on a couple of uh, spoken word pieces, and he'll be doing a... Uh, Probably a little solo song on his own. Um, so, yeah, that's December 2nd from 6 to 9 p.m. at the uh, La Boheme Cafe. It's about as hipster as it gets there, Val. <laughs> but we mean that in the best case, well, the best yeah, way. Well, you know, it depends where you come down on <laughs> hipsters. But uh, um, it's, it's a swell place, and they're, um, they're really looking forward to having us all there. All right. You know, so it's, good um, people. it's, a, it's a love thing. It's a love thing. No, well, that's what we're all about. And it's going to be amazing. Okay. Very exciting. Also, if you would indulge me, I could read a quick sonnet. I'd love that. Really? Okay. Oh, I love that you love it. It's a love thing. It's a love thing. It's a love thing at, okay. at Mutiny Radio, right, Diamond Dave? Well, I'm included. Yeah. Right. Conspicuous by its absence, but here in the flesh, Diamond yeah. Dave. Take it away. Sonnet. I know everything. I'm an American. <laughs> Knowing shit from Shinola. Native intelligence. I am omnivorous, unstable, uneducated. Trust me, you don't want my undivided attention more than once. I reside in some concrete Calcutta. Outside my window, democracy brought to her swollen knees bewails her loss of liberty, her raw knuckle. The nouveau riche nursing fascism, it's a rainy Sunday paint-by-numbers affair. Better than me. Excuse me. <laughs> Better them than me, I've been heard to say. The prayer flags are colorless, faded, wabi-sabi, blank, silent, broken, impermanent, no more blessings to bestow here. The neo-colonists are well-dressed, 
seamless simian. The proper attitude is one of patient condescension and to shun these drunken Christers with their oppressive sunlight. Like the wolf, I adore the mother moon in her fullness as she lapses into a darkness that I tend to favor. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You're nailing it now. Every week you get better at what you do, hey, bro? Thank you. Thanks. And That's coming from you, that you. means a lot. And this is... Uh, this has been another edition, I think another good one. Oh, yeah. Of the uh, Common Thread Collective. Hey, Val. Hey, uh, hey uh, Bloodflower. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Yeah, everybody has been came through this today. We're not going to be here next week, as we've said several times. But uh, but, uh, but but we will hope to get you in the mix. And there's a march down. Uh, oh, I'm glad I remembered. Because we would have forgotten. Well, a couple of things are better to remember. One is that this weekend, isn't that right? It is. Is uh, is is uh, who's uh, book fair? Is it the Howard Zinn book Howard fair? Howard Zinn mm. book fair, and a lot of the people we know are going to be there, showing off their books, sitting at panel discussions, doing a book fair, and where is it going to be? This is going to be Sunday at 10 a.m. at. City College of San Francisco, but the uh, but the Mission Campus that's at eleven twenty five mm. Valencia Street, and that's from ten a.m. to six p.m. Uh, so all day Sunday. No, right. That's November nineteenth. So and that is uh, this Sunday. And that's only uh, and that's uh, Kitty Corner from the back door, which is the Revolution Cafe, mm-hmm. which will be a place where I'll be hanging out. I'm going to be lending a hand a bit too. But I'll be hanging out at the Revolution Cafe. will be the cafe of choice, as, nice. as it is. And the Herald's in the book fair. I think we'll find there's something else I was going to say to Oh, I know. And also, I want to thank, for this whole year, I think it's been, hasn't it? Our, our sponsors. Yeah. Our sponsors, I'm talking about who? The Organic Valley Family of Farms who have been sponsoring and supporting uh, the Common Thread Collective, um, supporting Diamond Dave here as old friends and uh, inspiring us because they are a, they were built on a collective model um, and they have become a hugely successful um, well collective but hugely. a corporation family and, of farms and they not only have been supporting us but They've been also supporting a lot of the disaster relief around the country. They helped our friend um, Lucid uh, from the Altruist Relief Project, and uh, they were able to feed t- thousands, and they were able to make thousands and thousands of meals um, for people down in Houston, going into the um, the neighborhoods where other you know, disaster relief organizations weren't going after the floods down in, in Texas. Um, the, and altru- I, I got to do a plug for the Altruist Relief Project. Definitely check them out. They just put it up, put up a new video uh, kind of summing up what they were doing down in, in Houston. But they were able to make organic uh, meals uh, for the people who were uh, affected by the floods and out down and the work crews who were helping to tear out and rebuild homes and Organic Valley was uh, supplying the food for that as well. So a really amazing uh, company. 
good on them. Yeah, it's good to have companies that, you know, we can trust. Yeah, they, be a <laughs> because there's so many that we can't. They'd be a co-op uh, family of farms. That's In right. fact, you can check their website. It's really first rate. Organic Valley Family of Farms, and we'll let you know what they do. Have a whole variety of things. They got some people who know really how to put together a website. Organic Valley Family right. of Farms. Right on. See it. Look for yourself. So hey Val, hey Val, Bloodflower, hey everybody. Uh, it's been another week, and we'll see you in two weeks. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, it, since this is the day before our um, well. The week before Thanksgiving, um, I know a lot of people are going out to Alcatraz on Thanksgiving morning, um, the indigenous uh, movement to recognize the kind of murderous lie that is Thanksgiving, uh, but we've now adapted into the modern day, which is different people coming together and, um, you know, sharing and being grateful. And I hope that we're all grateful every day. I'm certainly grateful for everyone who's a part of our community. I'm grateful for Mutiny Radio. I'm grateful for all the international people that I get to work with every day and uh, for my family and um, and the extended version of what family means. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm grateful. The Diamond Dave's feeling better. A little bit. And and uh, getting get getting back to good. Eighty years old. Eighty uh, years old. Punk as fuck as eighty. Stronger every day. Well, I wouldn't say. I'm looking forward to the eighty first. Well, anyway, it was a great party. It was and, a great uh, party. I'm so glad that those who came through, or listening who came through, it was a delight. And I'm thinking about other things we can do because uh, one thing leads to another. That's one thing we discovered. And as we build this movement, the movement of the people, by the people, and for the people. And that's right. Take it away, Val. Love you guys. Love you too, Dave. Yeah, it's been a great show. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple weeks. And uh, I just want to thank everybody out there who's been listening to the show. We had, I think we had about 6,500 downloads last in October last month. Um, so thanks everybody who's downloading the Common Thread Collective and everybody who's downloading uh, Women's Magazine, which I do every Friday here from 2 to 3. There were over 3,500 downloads of Women's Magazine. So, um, you know, I'm humbled and also just really excited uh, that we can be a, you know, a, a platform for free speech and peace and trying to create a better world. And one of the ways that we do that is that we shine. So here's a quick little poem for you called Shine. Vibrancy is an urgency. A resurgence of energy. The force that be. The chi. The enlivening expressions arriving in chimes. Shine. I'm Global Val. Peace to you all. We love you, and we'll see you back here, Mutiny Radio, in December. And here's a little music from Rosteria. Called Illegal. No human is illegal. International human rights, y'all. It's just an illusion If you think this untrue Better pick up the tools and walk Single woman Cleaning the home of another Caring for the children of another Wonders where children do her
guess what? Just when you thought it was all over. No, we've got the frosting on the cake of this uh, edition of Common Thread with our friend and poetess, E.K. Keith. What's up, E.K.? Welcome. Hey, Val. Good to see you as always, my friend. Well, it's nice to see you, too. Happy, uh, happy November in this, in this uh chilly darkening season we thank, bring we bring you. the warmth of community indoors here at mutiny radio what you got for us here we do well you know um so you know it's november so i've been writing a poem a day because there's 30 days in november just like april and i'm celebrating seven years of 30 poem, 30, uh, 30 poems in 30 days in april dang so i've, I've so done so much discipline i've done 30 days half September, April, June, June and, and November. November. All the rest of And now it's 31. November, and it's like the 17th. The exception of February, which I've been screws really everything good up. this month. I've really been pretty dedicated. Like, you know, sometimes y- you skip a day or two, and then you're like, great, three poems in one day. Occasionally that happens. But I've really been on it. It's It's been pretty fun, too. Um, I was also trying to, you know, honor... Nano Remo month and uh, write a narrative across 30 days. It's National Novel Writing Month, Nano Remo. Oh, right. And so I'm I've been to write a yeah, try to write a 50,000 word novel in the week, in yeah. the month of November. That. Oh. And I don't have 50,000 words for November because it's kind of busy oh. in other ways. But That's a lot of words. Yeah, I've been trying to like uh, create a narrative across 30 days of poetry and. Cool what idea. I've really discovered is that um, that's difficult. <laughs> and since I like didn't have any kind of plan at all, actually, like on November first, I was still deciding like what's my story going to be, and then I just kind of went for it because I figured like what the heck. But really, you know, my sweetheart—it's his birthday month, so it's I've been really focused on writing love poems mostly this month, Val. It's my response to, like, endless war is just to write love poems, I guess. Well, they say be careful what you wish for, so you might as well, like, put out positive messages and have those things come, come you know, to fruition and, and pop up point. in front of you. That's the deepest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I'm going to write, I'm going to go home and write that down on my wall. <laughs> All right. Wow. Happy, happy to help. Yeah, so, so you want, and, you know, after all that blabbing, I'm, I'm going to read a really exquisitely short love poem (laughs) so this is this was from november 9th love is a thing that grows and it is the environment sometimes i am the soil and you are the drops of water precipitating on terrarium glass we are the flowers petals unfolding that was blessedly short. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful, though. It was. It was really it's very nice. Lovely. Like a rose Thank petal. You. Like a rose petal. It was very, like, very nice. Like a lily. Okay. I like to bring Kashi in to hold our hands too. <laughs> Kashi. Hey, people. Yeah, air hand. All of you out there in the great circle out there. We've been a circle in here. Putting out the spirit, putting out the spirit. A circle that's that's growing each and every week is growing. Oh. So hang on in, hang out with us, and the beat goes on. Oh. They have their movement, but our movement from the bottom up is increasing, and love is the answer to all those questions. 
peace, love, understanding. Right. Takashiva, all my relations. Yep. We're going to make it after all. <laughs> it's true. Right. Amen. Which means, I believe. I believe it does. It's very affirmative, ain't it?
transmission potential A transmission potential Do you really want this, this risk? Te dando la vida entera sin pensar en un futuro de placer Apagaría tu amanecer, no habrá futuro en que correr, no hay para qué Pudiendo prevenir la oscuridad eterna Controlar tus emociones y escuchar tu voz interna Y más allá de la pasión del fuego y la respiración El riesgo existe y la emoción es la que insiste Solo un segundo, solo un segundo es lo que toma para entrar al otro mundo Sí, solo un segundo es lo que toma para entrar al otro mundo Solo un segundo Victimizational Have the controls Exploitational Body and soul It's about transparency Not simply A plastic thin boundary With greater intimacy Guilty in fantasy Intense ecstasy Sign me now the risk will be missed With greater intimacy Guilty in fantasy Intense Hey, hey, Global Val still here. <laughs> Imagine that. No surprise there. But I am still here. And we were just talking about how this is the closing uh, ceremony night of the Dia de los Muertos exhibit um, altars at the Mission Cultural Center for Latino Arts, which is on tw um, Mission Street between 24th and 25th. And uh, it's a really a beautiful space. Um, there's a, a room that's set up in tribute to uh, some of the local um, artists who've made such a difference, uh, made such an impact on, on folks here in the Mission District. I'm talking about um, Carlos Ramirez, who is like shining smile um, greeted everybody. Uh, Mama Cotto, who uh, passed a couple years ago, a warrior, priestess, um, beautiful goddess, uh, musician, and uh, feminista and um uh, it's it's a really beautiful spot um so go over there and check it out there's going to be some music and some traditional um mexican dance and uh yeah so if you're in the mission district as we are here at 21st in florida go on over to mission cultural center for latino arts this evening friday november 17th 2017 that's 11172017 that's a, that's a date, not the address. Sorry. I'll confuse you less with numbers next time, I promise. But thanks for being part of the Common Thread Collective, and uh, we'll see you in December.
Sometimes I think about her But you know she's not really there
I'm sitting here lonely like a, a broken man. I serve my time doing the best I can. Walls and bars, they surround me. But I don't want no sympathy. on my mind and hands I work all day making up a, a burlap bag
Come on up and uh, get down with me I make it feel real good Just the way I'm Listen to 